0: What's up Elite Army? This is your Kinda Well, Kinda Toxic host Sarah Rittendale bringing you another episode of Well-ish. Self-talk is another topic that is talked about a ton, a ton. I feel like it's a really saturated thing. It's one of the original things that people would really focus on when they started to realize that you didn't have to feel like shit anymore based on your own thoughts and talk like shit about yourself. And when you begin to relearn how to speak to yourself, you can really change your whole life. Also, side note, I realized this as I just started talking. I'm not. Also, side note, I realized this as I just started talking. Uh, Apparently, I'm sick. And so, if I sound like a nasally piece of garbage, I apologize. (laughs) This is not normally what I sound like. But, anyways. Look at I called myself a piece of garbage on a fucking podcast about talking to yourself. I, I can't. See, it just it happens sometimes, you know? <laughs> we have to find a way to relearn how to do that. And I think that was the biggest thing for me when I first realized that I needed to talk to myself better, first that, realizing that you need to, like gaining the awareness that the subconscious way that you're automatically talking to yourself is Negative, and it's easier to be self deprecating than it is to be nice to yourself. So, when I realized that I really needed to focus on that and try to figure it out, I then was left with this space of, okay, what does that look like? Like, I didn't even know, and this sounds silly, but it's like I didn't even know what was possible for me to think. Because I had never really thought that way. And maybe I did as a kid. But again, it's kind of back to that concept of you never really loved yourself is that it's like you don't actually truly know how to talk to yourself nice because you never had to. And you grew up learning the negative. And so now you have to learn that skill of talking to yourself, but not exactly knowing what that looks like. It's kind of the same feeling as when you are looking up affirmations for yourself and like you think of affirmations for yourself on your own and you can come up with some pretty simple ones. But then if you like Pinterest it or Google it and look up affirmations, there are some out there that are so fucking good that you're like, holy shit, Like that really resonates with me. That makes me feel good when I say that to myself. It's, it's that. So I really started to find out how I could be talking to myself and rewire the way I was talking to myself by listening to other people. And I did that by listening to motivational stuff every single morning, motivational stuff, educational stuff, learning different talking paths and just hearing on a regular basis i want to say like those word paths but i don't think that's right but like the listening to those words and and understanding that that's possible and having people say stuff in your ear and through your headphones all of these nice ways to to be talking to yourself and how other people actually talk to themselves and how other people um word things it makes it easier for you to view wording things that way as possible so then you can begin to rewire how you speak to yourself. But that only took me so far. It only helped me realize what out there was possible. It didn't allow me to completely transform. It helped. It definitely got me on the right path to talking better to myself, but it didn't completely change my my viewpoint of me just having listen to that. There's so many reasons for why we should talk nice to ourselves, And I'm not going to insult your intelligence by sitting here and listing them off to you because I'm sure you're very aware or you could even picture it in your head just because you've been a person in our society. But my favorite reason for why we need to talk nice to ourselves is the way that it shapes your life. You can have the same exact life and talk like shit to yourself or you talk nice to yourself or romanticize your life and it feel completely different. If you see your life as shit and like you're not doing enough and this sucks and I suck and how did it get to this point and how can I get out of here and all you're focused on is the things that you hate and what you don't want, that's all you're going to notice is all the things that you don't want because your brain is a machine that's just going to fucking pick up on all of those things that you're constantly telling it to pick up on. But if you reword and you find the things in your life that you're grateful for and, and the people that you're grateful for and understand that you've gotten to this point in your life for a reason and it's helped you learn who you are and There's always opportunities for new things to come up and how can I put myself in positions for those new opportunities to come up looking for the beauty in your life and in yourself instead of setting out to always look for the negative. It shapes the entirety of the way that you see your life. If you sit and wait for that to happen or even if you take action to work towards changing your mindset and expect that to bring you to this non-existent place of bliss and perfection, you're going to be disappointed because you're missing out on a lot of opportunity to really understand yourself and know who you are. And you're not going to be able to experience that joy and bliss ever because you're getting so caught up in everyday grievances that are inevitable in your life. Even if it's not petty grievances that happen in your everyday and it's something actually really bad that happens to you, you are going to miss out on the opportunity to feel good about yourself and to feel happiness because you don't want to ever feel anything bad or experience anything bad. And it's just never going to happen. That's the biggest thing is it's never going to happen. Anything that we do in life that correlates to feeling good typically comes with something not as wonderful. Like joy and and having this positive mindset, it takes effort and intention. Satisfaction almost always requires sacrifice. And that feeling of satisfaction, eventually it goes away. Finding your purpose typically causes suffering and hardship before you actually truly learn what your purpose is. My point is, is to gain that positive, to gain that joy. Typically, there is unhappiness involved in it too. So if you're expecting to have this complete positive perspective on yourself and on your life, it's not going to happen because in order to talk nicely about yourself, in order to understand yourself, in order to have a good life and to feel happiness and joy, you have to take the good with the bad because it's out of our control. And it's inevitable that shitty, annoying, frustrating things are going to happen. Not everybody is going to suddenly learn how to drive and you're never going to experience road rage again because the universe knows that you're on this journey to talk nice to others and talk nice to yourself and have a good life. It just doesn't work that way. So you have to find a way to do, to work with it and to find what works for you to allow you to feel that happiness within yourself and talk nicer to yourself. Even though you're going to experience things that you don't like so much, even though there's going to be things about you that you want to grow and improve upon, you have to be able to still be nice to yourself while you're in that learning process. So how do we have good self-talk when inevitably we're going to have bad stuff pop up in our lives and we're going to have those negative feelings about ourselves pop up for us? What can we do to start to feel better and change our lives and get closer to having a positive mindset more of the time than a negative mindset. The first thing that you have to acknowledge and accept is that it takes time and it takes intention. And I think that so many people, it's so common for us to just like throw that out the window and think that if you just fucking pedal to the metal on this and you don't screw it up, You'll figure it out and it'll magically just transform who you are and it'll become a part of your everyday life. And that's just not how it works. And if you are really used to talking negative about yourself, it might be easier to switch not so much from negative self talk to positive self talk or any version of self talk outside of negative and just try to get to a middle ground of nothing, like not taking everything so negative and horrible, but you don't necessarily believe the positive yet. So just coming to a place of acknowledgement and acceptance and knowing that things are what they are and they're not good or bad because of what they are. It's just that they are what they are and you're going to choose to take a course of action that aligns with what you want to happen or how you want to feel. My mommy gave me that advice and I really liked it because I had developed this really bad habit of talking shit to myself all the time. And we were talking about how I need to try to reword that and not be so negative and switch it to being positive. And I'm saying all of that. And she was like, maybe you don't have to worry about switching it. But if you just stop talking negative about yourself and then work on maybe what you want to say instead, once you build the habit of just not Being mean anymore to yourself, it might be a little more helpful. So, I really did like that advice because it gave this like middle ground. So, you don't have to like completely change what you have been doing because it's a very intense habit switch to expect to switch the words. So, it, it made it a little bit easier. So, if that works for you, great. But the biggest thing for me is that it is not changing it to the positive. I never will recommend to change it to the positive. And I know that I've said positive throughout this podcast so far because that is the ideal image and it's positive. And what I'm about to suggest is positive in the sense of it makes you feel good compared to bad, but it's not sunshine and butterflies and rainbows positive and lying to yourself positive and telling yourself unbelievable things it's moving from the negative to realistic. What can you kindly, but realistically believe? Let's say you're constantly like, I'm never going to meet anybody. Everybody hates me. I'm unlovable. I'll never find somebody to be with. Changing that mindset, not to Oh, meet somebody one day and it'll be great. And everything is going to work out. I I know it because everything always works out in the end. And yes, everything always does work out in the end. But that doesn't mean that you'll meet somebody, you know, like maybe you don't know if you'll meet somebody. And so it's hard to believe that positive. So, what can you believe? What can you tell yourself that realistically you can rely on while still saying something to yourself to make you feel good and empowered? I'm hoping to meet somebody to spend my life with, somebody that will enhance my life. And I know that I'm not going to settle for a person that is mediocre just because they fill that void of want that I have in my life. I know that I will take this time of singleness seriously and I will learn to know who I am and love myself so that if someone does come along that genuinely enhances my life and that genuinely makes me happy and that genuinely makes me want to be a better person and that genuinely makes me feel loved, I'll be able to add them in seamlessly and not feel like I have to just settle for whoever. Just because it's something that I said I want it to, I also know that I would rather be alone and feel happy than be with somebody and spe- then be with somebody else and feel the same void that I do now because the person doesn't genuinely make me happy and also have an extra person now to worry about adding stress to my life. So rewording it, working on it yourself to find what fits for you. It's probably not going to be word for word what I just said. Maybe I, what I said made you feel better or whatever, but you have to find something that you believe, that you genuinely can rely on and then begin to apply that to yourself and the ways that you validate yourself. This can be used in smaller circumstances too. It doesn't have to be so like life-shattering because a lot of the time the self-talk that we in- Because a lot of the time, the negative self-talk that we engage in is just random shit as we continue throughout our day. And if we can reword the simple stuff, it will be easier to take on those bigger feelings like fearing that you'll never be with somebody. I know I've told you guys the story in the past, but I was late for my flight. I slept in. It was an early flight. I Ran up to the desk. The person was like, I don't know if you're going to make it. And that puts me into full panic mode. Your girl, full, full panic mode. And so I give them my bag. They're like, well, you can try to make it. We'll see what happens. So they take the bag. We go to security. And as you guys know, I was at O'Hare. So I'm in Chicago and O'Hare is fucking busy. So I'm standing there in this gigantor uh, security line. And there's nothing that I can do except stand there. There is nothing that I can do. I can't run to my gate. I have to go through security and I have to just fucking stand there with my thoughts and wait. Um, Typically, I would be fucking freaking out and, and being so focused on being late and thinking about what I can do to fix it and staring at my phone like you know when you're like late and you're driving somewhere and you just fucking you're not watching the road you're just completely staring at the time on the GPS that it says you're going to get there and you think that if you just go faster that that time's going to change but that time never fucking changes but by a minute or two and you're still goddamn late but you're stressed and freaking out the whole time but then when you get there you realize that it wasn't that big of a deal and yeah it's like annoying and you apologize for your lateness, but then everybody just moves on and life goes on as normal and you're not worried about it anymore, but you spent all this energy fucking panicking and stressing about it beforehand and it really wasn't necessary. So anyways, I am standing in security trying to reword my thoughts and I wasn't alone. I was with my boyfriend. So not only when I feel this way, do I tear myself apart and I'm freaking myself out and in my own head panicking. But when I'm in that mindset, I'm a dick to the people that I'm with too. And so I'm like, I would be like chipping at him and be angry and and being like, oh, we should have done this. Why didn't you wake us up earlier? Like saying like irrational things, getting us riled up and maybe we're going to get into an argument because I'm acting like that. But instead, I was able to channel my realistic self-talk. I was able to say to myself, okay, what would happen if I don't make it to the gate though? Like, what would that really look like? My day is going to look different. It's not going to be what I planned on doing. And that's disappointing, but nothing really that bad is going to happen. I'm just going to have to go to the desk and find a different flight to catch. And I have my work computer with me, so I'm going to be able to work. And, and it's not like I have to tell my boss that I, I won't make it. I'll get there when I get there. And it's just going to be today. The rest of my trip isn't screwed up. It's just this one day that I was already dedicated to traveling. So not the end of the world. And when I was able to realistically talk to myself about it, it's like you can still feel that disappointment that it's not how you originally planned it in your head. But it doesn't feel... Like this detrimental panic mode mindset, being mean to yourself and everybody that comes your way. And it brings this wave of confidence and self-knowing and self-love and self-validation and self-trust that you'll be able to handle it. All good things come from being able to switch to realistic self-talk instead of the negative self-talk and trying... and not moving to positive self-talk and lying to yourself and telling yourself bullshit, because you're not going to build self-trust by lying to yourself with positive bullshit. If you want to change the way you talk to yourself, you have to find a set of words, a way to speak to yourself that actually resonates with you. And it's likely that you're not going to be able to just listen to something or read something or see something on the internet and be cured and know immediately how to end your negative self-talk and develop realistic self-talk. You're going to have to find what's realistic for you and know you and understand you and work with you to know what makes you feel satiated. It makes you feel good. It makes you feel confident. And when you're able to do that, you'll be able to live a life that you feel good about and feel good about yourself because most of your time will be spent in this realistic mindset compared to a negative mindset. Thank you for tuning in to day nine of the 28 Days of Self-Love. Make sure to subscribe to the show so you can tune back in tomorrow for day 10, where we're going to be talking about a very personally wonderful topic, standing up for yourself. That is something that I struggled with for fucking years. And when I was finally able to feel confident and feel good in my own skin and not afraid to stand up for myself, it made a huge difference. So tune in tomorrow for that conversation. It's definitely going to be a realistically impactful one and not one that you have to continue to be scared to stand up for yourself anymore or any other feeling that you associate with standing up for yourself. Thank you again for listening. Make sure your day kicks ass. Don't forget you're elite as fuck. And I will talk to you guys tomorrow.